Yo. <laughs> what up, doe? I am so glad to be back in front of a microphone. It has been so long. <sighs> Man. Happy 2020. Happy Black History Month slash the beginning of Black History Year for those of us who are celebrating it all year long because you know how we do. For those of you who are listening for the first time, my name is Patrick. I want to kick off, you know, this season of Good Trouble Media with just me and you. I just wanted to kick it with my audience, like, have a little one-on-one time. Is that okay? Um, And so... I don't know what I would call this. I think it's just like a Good Trouble Media deep cut, if you will. Yeah, let's call it Good Trouble Media deep cut. So y'all gonna have to forgive me today. I'm in a new studio. (laughs) I'm gonna say that again, probably. The fifth year of teaching. (laughs) It's interesting. It is an interesting thing. Um... But teaching generally is a very interesting profession. And I use interesting because I can't think of any other words that come to mind uh, <laughs> because it's just so all over the place. Um, it almost makes it feel like I live in like an alternative universe. Like that's what sometimes teaching feels like to me. Why alternative universe? Because it's something about walking into a building with a particular mindset, you know, feeling like you can, you know, make this difference, make this change. And you spend like so many hours here and you walk out so drained and sometimes a different person with different mindsets and thoughts. And it's just like, where have I been this whole time? I must be someplace else. And this alternative universe, this teaching profession has been kicking my ass. Can I just be real and blunt and honest with y'all? Mm-hmm. Well, well. <laughs> y'all gonna have to forgive me and my queen radio. I'm in a new studio. And I'm just sorry. These effects. Y'all gonna have to work with me today, okay? I love y'all. Like, it has been kicking my ass the fifth year. This is the year where you realize... This whole thing is not, this whole thing that's a teaching profession is not changing quick enough for me. Um, The littlest things are bothering me. I'm a much better teacher than I was the first year, but I'm still not where I want to be, right? Like, it's frustrating. And you get so wrapped up in your work um, because, you know, teaching is not one of those professions, whether you have self-care down or not, where you really truly can clock out. I mean, we can clock out and, you know, say we're not going to do any work, but I don't believe a teacher that says that they don't think about their job or their profession outside. Whether you choose to lay it off to the side is another thing. We don't have the luxury of clocking out of work and spending all of our time, like, doing something else without the thought of teaching being in the back of our minds, right? Like... Yes, you know, that's what I said my fifth year. You know, I'm doing other things. Teaching is not going to stress me out. I'm going to clock out. I'm going to go home. And I'm working on these other things, and I'm enjoying working on these other things. But I know that I am I could be working on this lesson plan, or I'm thinking about how to really reach this student. 
Um, and all of while that is happening, life is, you know, still carrying on. I am working through depression. I am working through anxiety. I am working through all of the things that a normal 27-year-old black man goes through in America, right? So <laughs> all of that just makes teaching just a little bit more uh, difficult. But I will say that even through the breakdowns and the breakthroughs that I've had this year, there's one thing that is keeping me in the profession this far along. And I'm saying that very bluntly because there were some times this year, as I'm sure many of you, we all have those moments. But for really, for me, I did not know if I was going to make it. And there's one practice that has kept me in the profession so long, uh, this long. And this long, I mean, Black History Month, February. And that's journaling. Can, can, can we give it up for journaling? journaling is one of those things that we say we're going to do and then we, you know, we buy these journals and we don't and we leave them blank. Um, but ever since I went to Qatar, I have been very committed to journaling consistently. And I don't have like a set time or a set like regimen, but like when I feel like a strong emotion, I, f I have kind of trained myself to empty that out into a journal and then move forward. And so as I get used to yet another school in another city, in another context, um, I knew that I had to strengthen my journaling if I was going to sort of get through uh, this year. So in this Good Trouble Media Deep Cut, I want to share with y'all teachers out there and the rest of y'all who listen as well, I want to share five journal prompts that are keeping me in the profession. And the, th the big reason why I want to share this, this is the last thing before I go into them, is obviously it's Black History Month, you know. And so much of Black History Month to me is revealing the humanity um, and the wholeness of black people, right, and celebrating that. And journaling for me really helps to affirm all of my being because in that alternative universe, you know, they won't try to acknowledge that teachers are whole human beings um, because you got a job to do. You got data to get. You have teacher uh, and uh, and you have, you know, students to be there for. Right. So I have been journaling consistently to sort of help me through that. And so my therapist, uh, she gave me this homework assignment and she said, I want you to go through your journals and I want you to pick a journaling prompt that you want to discuss in our next session. So I said, okay, I didn't realize how difficult that was going to be. Um, I went to about, I went through about three or four journals, which I thought was like, okay, wow. Um, and all of the school ones I paid close attention to. And as I sort of, wrapped my mind around the things that I was reflecting around. It really helped me to kind of sum, sum up five themes or five questions that I have been wrestling with over the past five years in the teaching profession. And so I want to share these five questions or five journal prompts that are keeping me in the profession um, with 
all of y'all teachers out there and everybody else who um, is supporting teachers in the podcast and really is just regular folks out there. Um, I can't tell you how important reflection is. It is key. If we want answers, we have to be willing to sit down with ourselves and go through and, you know, just really give honor to our own voice and our own experience. So I'm going to go through each of the questions. Here we are. Number one. What are you trying to achieve? Just that simple. What are you trying to achieve? So often in the teaching profession, (laughs) I am trying to achieve everything. In one day, in one week, in one year, right? And I get so frustrated sometimes because I'm not either I know that I'm not achieving something. Sometimes I get so frustrated because something's not working and I don't really know what it is, right? Um, Because I really haven't sat down with myself and figured out what are these concrete goals that I'm trying to sort of stick with. Um, And really recognizing that I'm not Superman. (laughs) Like I'm a teacher, I'm a scientist, I'm someone who has to plan small goals um, that can, you know, have ripple effects over time. And if we want to be in education, if we want to, you know, create systemic change, we have to be in the game for the long run. So it's important for me, um, as I saw in my journals, to really identify, like, what it is that I'm trying to accomplish and achieve right now in this current context Um and really, you know, put that down on paper. Number two. Who or what was in your way today? And what was your small win? I think it's so important to reflect on our day. Um, It's important to acknowledge the emotions that we feel going through the teaching day or the work day for those of you who are not teachers. And I think, you know, with all the frustrations that we have, it's important to just acknowledge who who in what is getting in the way of achieving the very goal that we have set for ourselves and our students. Right. And it's important to acknowledge and write this down because you want to be able to track things over time. Right. If we're anti-racist teachers that means that we're fighting with strategy and so in order to fight with strategy we got to be willing to track things right and we got to be willing to acknowledge what's happening um over and over and over again um i think it's also important to acknowledge small wins as opposed or in addition to uh the big wins that we have right like i think sometimes big wins can be far and few in between you know Um, especially when you're like me, someone who really is hard on himself, (laughs) you know, like forcing yourself to acknowledge small wins, you know, getting that one student to talk who never does, Um, starting your lesson in a different way. You showed up on time, (laughs) right? Like what are the small wins that you have? Because the small wins add up over time. Um, and you want to get in a place of daily gratitude, great, um, daily appreciation for yourself. 
So that's number two. Number three. I thought this was a really interesting question and post. Number three. What would the ancestor say about the work I did today? Man, what would the ancestor say? You know, just as much as I am working for the future, I am also working for and with the past. I want to make my ancestors proud, right? And I think like, Forcing yourself to look through, look and think through the eyes of our ancestors automatically puts you through a lens of love, right? Like my ancestors were full of love. They were full of fight. They were um, intellectual. Um, they were thoughtful. They were black as hell, you know? And so when I look through that lens, um, I feel more affirmed in the practices that I currently have as a teacher. I feel like I'm on the right track. I am more focused on my vision. I'm less concerned with the education machine and the high stakes everything in teaching. And I'm focused on what my ancestors were focused on, which was the love and liberation of black people. And when I look through that lens, I get to sort of relax just a little bit or I get pushed a little bit. You know, um, and so I love that question. Number three, moving right along. Number four, what did I bring into the classroom today and how did that impact the way in which I interacted with my students? This is something I have <laughs> really been journaling and contemplating on because of like some new mental health things happening in my life and I wish when I dive into the portal that sends me into the alternative universe of teaching that I leave everything behind and I somehow become Patrick the new teacher which is like this new guy that's different and cool and invincible but <laughs> But, you know, as much as I think that I'm leaving parts of myself outside, that's actually uh, very false. Teaching is a human profession. It is deeply personal. It requires all of you, even when you don't want to give all of you, right? And so the day we had, the amount of sleep we had, whether we ate in the morning or not, the argument we had with our loved one, um, the therapy session that is still lingering, the negative self-talk that we had on the way to the school building, that's stuff that we bring into the classroom. And when I was thinking and reflecting on this one particular student who I had so many consistent negative reactions with, um, I had to ask myself, well, well, what am I bringing to the table? Because there, I can't, you know, it's, it's a lot easier for me to change myself than it is for me to change someone else. And so if I can evaluate what it is that I'm bringing into the table, um, we're bringing to the table, what, what baggage and suitcases that am I carrying in 
then I can further investigate how that is impacting the relationships that I'm building, whether that's helping or hurting, right? Not all baggage is bad. Some baggage helps you to relate and, and, and empathize with the students that you, you know, interact with on a daily basis with your staff members. Um, and then some baggage you gotta you you gotta unpack and you gotta <laughs> figure out, you know, how do I deal with this? Um, because I'm doing, you know, human work here and I'm raising, you know, twenty plus, you know, babies. Um, in conjunction with their family, in conjunction with, you know, the school administrators and everyone else, right? And so I, I want, and this may be me being too hard on myself, but I want my students to see my whole self, um, my best self um, every single day, even if it's not my happiest self, right? And so really, you know, get, getting into a practice of, identifying what it is that I'm bringing into the classroom will help me to plan ahead, um, will help me to be honest and vulnerable with my students, and it'll help me, I think, to become a better teacher because I'm a better human. So that's number four. And the last and final question is what today and what tomorrow you know this really just kind of brings everything home after we acknowledge the things we're trying to achieve the obstacles in our way the small wins you know reflecting on what the ancestors would say reflecting on the baggage that you know we're bringing into the classroom it's a natural teacher reaction to say, okay, I got to do something about that. I got to do something about that. I got to do something about that now. Because you know how we are as teachers, you know? We want to solve everything and we want to solve everything quickly, right? But I had to force myself to kind of divide these things into two categories. What can I do today that will make me better tomorrow? And then what do I have to kind of push off to the side? and put on my later list. And when I give myself permission to create or to prioritize um, whatever it is that I'm trying to achieve, um, it makes the work sustainable for me. So those are the five journal prompts that are currently keeping me in teaching right now. Despite how tired I am, despite how frustrated I am with the system, despite how frustrated I am still with the workload, I still give a damn about um, the profession. I care so deeply, so deeply about my students, and I have the biggest belief in you know what they. I have the strongest belief that they are going to be like the most incredible people. Um, and I want to ensure that they have such a strong education experience because I know better, you know. And so this thoughtful reflection and these these questions that I'm starting to answer more frequently and consistently, you know, is providing a 
framework that honors me as an entire person, as an entire human. If, you know, validates me as a professional teacher. Um, and, you know, ultimately it's keeping me in the profession, you know, an, sometimes another day, <laughs> another hour. Amen. Um, and so I wanted to share those five general prompts with you. I would love you to spend some time with yourself answering them. Um, if you want to share those answers out, I would love to see them. I'm going to create a graphic and put on my Instagram at President Pat and at GoodTrouble.media so that you can share these questions out with the folks out there um, who you think would benefit from this reflection. I'm telling you guys, we don't have to leave things as is, you know, and we owe it to ourselves to be reflective practitioners. We owe it to ourselves to be our whole selves. We owe it to ourselves to be fully present. And I truly think that journaling is such an incredible way to get that done. And so with that, I want to thank you all for listening. Commonsense podcast is coming back next week. I'm thrilled about it. And Edu 2020 is coming back to investigate the caucuses that are happening in February. Um, if you have suggestions for shows or things that you want to see, hit me up at President Pat or at goodtrouble.media or goodtrouble.media online. Um, that's our website. And we are taking suggestions at this moment. So at this point, I want to say happy Black History Month. Happy 2020. I love us for real. <laughs> I really do. And I will see y'all next week. Love y'all.